Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the 16th episode of the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Wow, we made it 16, a sweet 16. We can drive it now. It is a sweet 16. Screw you, you doubters, <laughs> proving everyone wrong. I'm 16 now, you're not my dad. <laughs> uh, if you're new to the program, the show is hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-whimsical Louis Fox. I'm very whimsical. I like um, all sorts. I went to the Museum of Whimsy. <laughs> and what is in the Museum of Whimsy? <laughs> Whimsical things. Me, mostly. <laughs> it's in Astoria, Oregon. It's in an old bank. Uh-huh. And it's pretty cool, actually. Um, they have a bunch of old, like, circus costumes, fr- like French can-can dancer costumes. How random is it? Was it associated with a theater at some point? Or? Nope. So nope. it's just like, oh, we like weird, whimsical things. Yeah, so they have all sorts of dioramas. They have like a wing. Well, wing, it's a bit of the bank that's uh, dedicated to like Funko the Clown. How much did, who's Funko the Clown? That was some old clown. Creepy clown back in oh, the day. It was super creepy clown. So it's, clowns have always been creepy. Yes, yes. Um, they had a giant uh, Punch and Judy, Mr. Punchhead that I wore. Oh, that's kind of cool. We can post the picture on the website. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. So the Museum of Whimsy in Astoria, Oregon. Yeah, it's like pretty that. sweet. It was uh, right next to the Fort George Brewery where I had blueberry pie beer. Ooh, that sounds good. It was delicious. Yeah, I like Astoria a lot. So uh, we are a podcast that shares weird yet interesting news stories to make your life more mysterious. Yes. That's what I like in my life. Mystery. Yeah. Especially when I tried a bidet earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I know the, the hotel that we're in, uh, there's uh, two bathrooms with bidets. Uh, yeah. How awesome is that? You say good day, I say good day. <laughs> I know, I accidentally hit the wrong button, <laughs> got the lady front wash, so I got the ball wash. Got a little tickle, a little, a little tickle. A little more than a tickle. It's like a little wizard's beard on your <laughs> on your taint. It's nice. <laughs> yes, yes. Does it poof up the perfumed uh, masking agent? Yeah, yo, I wish. I, I wish. The, we, were, we were eating down in the lobby because they gave us bowls and utensils. We ordered some Indian food and uh, they let us use- Which these- I will say everyone's hung up on where the Indian food came from yeah well, everyone is like where's that from i know there was like six or seven people that asked us where we got it but from. the drive to this hotel from the fair there's like nine indian places yeah it's true well every person that said that i said well we flew it in from india yeah and no one no one was like really yeah they're like oh wow it's a much shorter Check yeah. than what we thought. You go to the Taj Mahal up the way. <laughs> yeah, <they're> t- <laughs> but uh, now you said it was Indian food and notary. Well, when I picked it up, it was an Indian food restaurant and then slash notary. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, your order's behind a guy uh, doing his escrow on his mortgage. You have so. to show your ID <laughs> and sign in front of a person. They stamp it. When you do your, <laughs> your, your <order>. signature, <laughs> when you pay. You have to certify you are you to pick up. <laughs> well, it's funny because well, we were eating those ceramic bowls and then we were talking to the lady at the front desk about the bidet. And I was saying, oh, is, do you want us to wash these in the, in the bathroom? room and the bidet and she was like not yeah funny at all. i think she thought we were I, they had a rough night though they had a family of naked kids in the pool oh yeah there was a group of naked kids in the pool i mean how old is too old to be naked in the pool is it your pool or the hotel's pool 
I'm the only one who gets naked in my pool and a special guest. Yeah. So <laughs> if two. it's my pool. So two people. Only one special guest. And I have to authorize the other nudity of the other person. Not naked pool party town. But there was like, I saw there was like an 11 year old kid who was butt naked yeah. in there, dude. I was like, this is a little too old. And then they were using the life preservers as floaties. They were using them as floaties. That's I, true. I, kind of, I would kind of want to drown now. <laughs> no, they were, it was gross. It was like, it was just too many. There was naked kids in the pool. I'm trying to eat that. Indian food from India. Yeah. I don't want to be looking at naked kids as I look at Indian food. Yeah, no. I'm. What am I, a priest? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, what's going on, man? Anything cool? Uh, nothing super cool. I was driving and my that car was making a thump noise. Uh-huh. And I'm like... Your Ford Fiesta? Yeah, my Ford Fiesta. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's a party. It, was it a, is a Fiesta in there, man. <laughs> jumping into a it's party. awesome. So... Uh, this happened to me once before. Somehow your lug nuts get loose. Mm-hmm. Probably teenagers, but could just be whatever. Yeah. So when so I'm conscious of this because I lost a wheel on the freeway one time. Oh geez, like you were driving, and the wheel just flew out in front of you. Yeah, I was like 19. I was going over the Ship Canal Bridge in Seattle. Uh-huh. So it's way up there, and I look in my side mirror, and all I see are sparks shooting out of the side of my car. <laughs> so I'm like, jeez, I didn't know this car. So, so I'm in the left lane, so I kind of pull in the left shoulder, and then I see my wheel roll past me. Did it take you a second to set in? Yeah. Was it like, is that my wheel? Well, yeah, it- I'm like, and, and then a wheel rolled by, like, that's weird that I hit a wheel, and then it popped up, and then luckily, like, almost right behind us, there was a state trooper. Uh, so he kind of pulls over and puts his lights on. He's like, yeah, you guys are not, it's not a good spot to be... Oh, geez. So, he puts his lights on so we don't get hit. He gave you a ticket. No, he didn't. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, he's like, your wheel came off. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. So, we sat in his car and he let us use the radar gun and radar cars. <laughs> what? <laughs> and like, we'd see license plates. We could punch him in while we're waiting for the tow truck. <laughs> Everyone speeds. Oh, but, yeah. But then he's doing like trick shots with the radar gun. He's like, okay, here's what you can do. You can bounce it off this mirror, off of this light post, hit that car. No, but, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's like twirling it. He's like <laughs> doing a blow on his little sack. Blowing on it. (laughs) He like turns his back to the traffic, flips around real fast. He walks 10 paces from a car. (laughs) It was like one of the greatest nights of my life. Me and my buddy Chris uh, were. Did you get to ticket anybody? No, because we're stuck with the. Once the tow truck came, we got on the tow truck and left. Gotcha. Are they pretty accurate? What do you think? I don't know. Do you have to pull a trigger on that thing or is it just. Yeah, you pull it. If I recall, you pulled a trigger. This is is 12, Uh, 20 years ago. Um, I recall there's a trigger you had to pull. Yeah. And you could use an eyepiece. You could look through. An eyepiece, a scope? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're lining up a deer or something. (laughs) Shooting Kennedy. You can see see that there's like, they have kale in their teeth. (laughs) You're like, that's a nine point buck right there. (laughs) He's not speeding, but he has horrible teeth. I'm going to give him a ticket. (laughs) You can listen into their radio, what they're listening to. Yeah, we got to do that. Um, We got to run some background checks. Really? Yeah. It's like, who do you want to look up? (laughs) This is super illegal, I would imagine. This is almost like in Superbad when (laughs) when he's like... We're going to just shoot the car. Yeah. You're going to drive the car down the... I think if we weren't on the freeway, I think it was we were that close to like shooting his gun. <laughs> Dude, that's epic. Yeah. That guy definitely doesn't work for the police department anymore. <laughs> no. He was either fired. really new or had just put in his notice. Yeah, right. <laughs> was... Or he just never didn't want to work there at all. Yeah. He was like, you know what? Copping ain't for me. He's at the DMV now. Yeah. <laughs> a much faster pace. What, else could, what else could he be doing that's funny? Yeah, he's TSA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's TSA. Ah, uh, you got a you got a bowling ball with a a fuse coming out of it. Go ahead, go ahead. You're cool. You're cool. You got Nana's uh, knife collection. Go for it. It's all good. You got poison knitting needles. <laughs> 
poison hitting you and a blow dart gun. <laughs> and a blow dart gun. You've, you've got a baby what in there? These boiling, uh, <laughs> these cauldrons? boiling cauldrons of potions that you have. Can you imagine? He's like, like the coolest TSA guy ever. <laughs> Move along. Go for your stamp. He's a cause of like 13 terrorist attacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got to uh, clock some people. That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, that was a good time. See, that's on my bucket list. I think I've always wanted to go on like a ride along. I know I can go on ride alongs, but you know, to like do something like you know, like clock people or go and arrest somebody. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. Yeah, it'd be a good time. Yeah, I want to arrest someone. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so that's cool. You want to get to the first story? Let's do it. All right. This story comes from Eastern Daily Press, which their website is edp24.co.uk. It's a source more reliable than my first car. What was your first car? <laughs> it was a 66 Impala. Oh, why? and it broke down a lot? Oh, or? yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was a boat, and fittingly enough, it ended up uh, sinking into a, into a marsh. I like that most of these are usually jokes, and that was just a fact. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, this is definitely more reliable than a dishwasher I once bought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got the warranty on it. More reliable than the, the Chinese knockoff. Um, what's the guy? The Maytag repairman. <laughs> the Maotag repairman. <laughs> the the Maotag repairman. That's that's, that's the Chinese knockoff. Um, so this story is uh, this is awesome. This is up our alley. And and the heading goes, Training Commences for the World Snail Racing Championships 2018. You buy the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> More than 200 snails will be slugging it out at the World <laughs> Snail Racing Championships. That's very funny. Uh, being held at Congham near King's Lynn on Saturday, July 21st, the championships forms part of Congham Fet, which raises funds for St. Andrew's Church. That's the, They're like, here, here. Here's how we can we can you can tithe or you can gamble on snails. Yeah. Uh, what would Jesus do? Gamble on snails. <laughs> Damn straight he would, man. I heard Jesus like was the best dice roller in all of Jerusalem. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I would assume. Con- I don't know why I'm drunk. I've just been drinking water all night rolling these dice. <laughs> They're like, that's a little shady. You're always getting sevens, Jesus. <laughs> I turned this six into a seven. <laughs> but there's only six sides on the dice. <laughs> um, so I think Congum Fett is this uh, St. Andrew's Church. These are uh, Congum Fett is, is uh, Boba Fett's uh, <laughs> brother. Congum Fett. Congum style. <laughs> because it's, he does the, the horse dance <laughs> thing. I believe this is, I'm assuming, in England. Um, so tension is mounting as owners prepare snails for the 13-inch course, with some owners waiting until near the date before deciding which snail is on best form. Wow. That's they're like, this snail goes in a straighter line than this one. I, but this, well, I would think it's, it's only 13 inches, a larger snail might be to your advantage, right? Oh, yeah. It's got, well, like a larger horse has a longer gait. Yeah, co- covers more distance. <laughs> this one's kind of a homebody. Yeah, it's like the same as a horse, right? It's like good. People are like, well, when they look at snails, they're like, why the long face? Why the slimy face? Yeah. 
What's up with the snail's antennas? I don't know. I think they're like um, whiskers for... For cats? For cats. Okay. They tell you how old they are. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yeah. They're like rings on a tree. <laughs> you cut, you cut you off cut. the snail's, <laughs> snail's antenna and you're like, oh, two rings. No, you cut a snail in half to find out the rings. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. To see how old it is, right? Okay. And uh, and it becomes two snails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's a fun fact. It's like a worm when you cut it in half. <laughs> each each side uh, becomes its own. So uh, some snails have been in training for weeks while other enthusiasts wait until the big day and get a snail from the garden. That, oh, that's kind of lame. Yeah. I got plucked from my home and now I'm racing in the super high pace. No, I would love to see a snail like you get the little snail boxing gloves out. It's the, its antennas are yeah. shadow boxing. It's warming up. It's like, you know, you have your it's little going, cycle. It's slightly going behind you like the guy in Mike Tyson's punch out <laughs> like Mac it's going up the stairs in Philadelphia like, like Rocky there's just a snail with like you know his antennas with boxing gloves on it but at the end Apollo still beats him of course uh, for more than 25 years the world snail racing championships has been held in Congum which is described to be the ideal snail racing village for its low lying land surrounded by ponds so when I was a kid and we moved to Minnesota and so kids were like, hey, you live in Seattle. It rains a lot. And we're like, yeah. And then they go, does it smell like snails? What? I'm like, what the hell does a snail smell like, A, and B, no. Do you uh, Have you ever smelled a snail to see what they... No, I, this was a memory from oh. years ago. Well, I've licked a slug, and I don't remember it smelling like anything. Yeah, it's... It was disgusting, but I don't... Why'd you lick no, a slug? There was no odor. That's the... Uh, you know, trying to get high. This is yes. <laughs> I went to many extents to hallucinate as a young child because <laughs> you've licked a toad. I've licked a toad. I used to race toads actually. Oh, and a thirteen-inch course. Yeah, this is funny because when I was a kid, my you know my family. I, I grew up in Oregon, but my dad was in the Army Reserves, and so he was stationed back east. And he'd during, bring you back some sweet East Coast uh, racing snails. Well, we'd go out there every summer, and we was stationed on this pond outside of Boston, and they had these just massive bullfrogs and we were bored as shit during the day so we'd go and catch these giant frogs and then every night we'd race these frogs <laughs> we would totally race them what was the uh what was the prize or was it just pride i don't know it was just pride you know me and my brothers have nothing to do and yeah How, so you put like a like a start and a finish yeah and generally a frog they go in all directions like it's like chicken racing it's okay. like you just there's no sort of rhyme or reason of where they're gonna go but you just try and coax them to a certain yeah. place well then there's our good friend alan that used to do goldfish racing yeah he did goldfish race our, our our buddy uh, who has another podcast uh, which is a tailgate entertainer it's awesome yep. uh, he used to for a living he used to race goldfishes at like fairs and festivals as if sort you of, think like, magician or juggler is like a weird career path hey so what did your son do goldfish racing <laughs> He's a juggler. It's like he's a mime. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I've seen chicken races. I've seen turtle races. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a turtle racing video on YouTube, actually. Nice. Uh, but I've never seen snail races, and I think that's awesome. I think we should bring us to the United States. The snail racing? Yeah. Uh, did this be? This would be awesome. I yeah, I'm down. Yeah, we should do some snail racing. Let's try, let's try and see if we can make this happen. Apparently, this is an ideal. I don't know what makes this an ideal location for snail. Maybe it's like the highest population of snails. Maybe like snails are vacationing there. Yeah, or they got S- snail steroids. I would love like, you know, that's the like number one destination for snail families to visit. It's the Cabo of snails. 
<laughs> Farmer Neil Riseborough is snail trainer to the world championships. He keeps order, tests for drugs, watches out for cheating, and starts the races. Tests for drugs. <laughs> the snail has to pee in a cup a week before, day of, and a week after. You know, the fucking snail shows up, just like got yoked out antennas. It's like that guy is on something, man. <laughs> We pumped some yeast into that dude. <laughs> He's all yeast. He's all yeasted out. <laughs> I don't know. The test for drugs, that's hilarious. I, I love it. He would just like, the snail goes by and he just takes the slime and licks it. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, that one tastes like that's uh, some, some sweet. Horse, horse tranquilizers. <laughs> some human growth heroin right <laughs> there. HGH in there. <laughs> oh, that just tasted like A-Rod's pee. <laughs> All right, now this guy, I, I hope this guy has the most awesome mustache in the history of the world. He kind of has to, like, oh, what do you do? Um, snail racing uh, judge uh, and drug tester and beard champion of the world. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. I'd like to welcome you to the 13th annual Snail Racing World Championships. And beard off. <laughs> and beard off. Coolest snail beard wins a prize. <laughs> the hipster snail. The, 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 get the beat. There's my, beard. That's my today's my band name, the snail beards. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's just mucus. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. The ladies love that. Muy delicioso. All right. So uh, that's awesome, man. So, okay. He said, I expect some tremendous snails this year. We had a very wet spring, and this leads to good snails. It's, it's snail racing and escargot cook-off. I know. I like the winter doesn't get, get right. I, however, they haven't liked the recent hot weather. It makes them very sluggish. Oh. Some snails might even refuse to race. Yeah, I'm going to go home. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just going to kick it. <laughs> I'm going to watch some TV. All right. The world record of two minutes over 13 inches was set in 1995 by a snail called Archie. Archie. Yes. He's the uh, secretariat of... <laughs> <laughs> he has like a... They bronzed him. <laughs> All the snails have to slide go by this bronze. Just like, touch his like rub, rub his. It's like going on stage at the Apollo. You got to rub the thing. <laughs> I like. I like. They have a picture in this article of the snails uh, racing, and it just looks to me like a snail orgy. It, well, and it look, or snail sumo wrestling is what it looks like. It looks like they're sort of fighting to get outside of this circle. Current champion Larry, with a time of two minutes and twenty-seven seconds, will be defending his title. Worst name ever. Like they got to have like horse names like it's a baby it's a boy yeah and they're off <laughs> did that be the longest <laughs> and they're off all right we got archie he's off to a centimeter and right behind you need, you need the long colorful names to help out the the, the announcers oh, yeah he's got time to fill oh uh, up next in second place is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious third place is slimestown we just talk super slow they get like ben stein to do it <laughs> <laughs> all right so essentially um the picture or you go the other way and you get like that guy from the 1980s micro machines commercial oh yeah right i love that guy so essentially uh how it works is i'm just paraphrasing here and going off the picture is um there's three large rings one uh one ring in the middle then two larger rings on the outside and it looks like they place all the snails on the inside of the ring and then the snail that goes uh whatever direction whatever snail crosses the last ring first is the winner yeah that looks looks like what's going down. All right. So, owner Tara Beasley from Castle Acre said, "I have looked after Larry care
carefully all year. <laughs> Good. I, dude, I actually stepped on a snail the other day, uh, and I felt so bad. You should, man. Dude, I, like, not only did I kill him, but I, like, st- I blew his house up. Man, that could have been the, you the know, next Larry. You could have been in the midst of training you for the championship. Larry, too. He was trying to get sponsored. <laughs> he starts having, like, <laughs> snail logos on his He's shell. got the Golden Palace logo. <laughs> He is now in training and eating mostly cucumber. I have high hopes he'll go away with the title again. Fun fact, cucumber is the HGH of the snail world. I know, right? So so she kept him as a pet, it sounds like. Yeah. And she's been feeding him and training him. The the fet will have all <laughs> the fet will have all the usual attractions and stalls, including a ukulele band. Oh yeah, because when I think snail race, you need ukulele. You have to. It, the weirder the better, right? It's the it's the snail of the uh acoustic guitar family. <laughs> the just have like a frog they just get like one of those you ever seen those frogs that are playing musical instruments that you get in like mexico they just have like a frog band that's like playing along the 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 inner ring yeah uh so they'll have a ukulele band snail mask making for children and strawberry and cream teas oh that sounds fun to help you forget about the enslavement of the snails you know who we should call about this is we have a really good friend uh named carla who is an animal expert let's give her a call and see what she knows about snails let's do it you know anything about snails carla you know i have a nine foot snail right you know this what no what well, you haven't seen my animatronic bug yet come no, on I, oh, oh no no I it's brand new i have a nine foot snail it's an animatronic that sounds scary okay so uh what about snails uh anything interesting them? they don't like salt they don't like salt. They. What do you want to know about them, man? Well, so there's a story about uh, snail racing. Snail champion. racing, yeah. And so, we, yeah, That's we. So cool! I want to enter my snail. It would win. Well, yeah, it's nine feet tall and it's animatronic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a robot. Snail. <laughs> you're, you're ruining the future of snail racing. Do you know any interesting facts about snails in particular, or like, are they they related to slugs? Are they? Uh, well, yes, they are. They're mollusk. They're related to all kinds of things with shells, like oysters and mussels and clams. Well, that They're... was when the first time I ate the escargot, my wife's like, isn't it gross? I'm like, it's basically like a land oyster. Yeah, essentially. Yes, exactly. It's like eating a Kia. <laughs> like, like a car? A... <laughs> it's like eating a Kia Sorento. <laughs> like a land oyster. It's a land oyster. It's a Korean land oyster. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You called on a weird night. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, uh, snail racing is that? Are you pro pro or anti snail racing? No, no. If it's done respectfully, I agree. Yes. <laughs> they don't become escargot at the end. <laughs> the winner. They're racing to a cracker. <laughs> you know what? If you if you treat your snail respectfully and and give it a nice dignity of life, it's it's a good thing. How long do snails live? It depends on if you're baiting for them and killing them or letting them do their thing. But uh, lifespan for a snail is actually in the couple of year range. Wow. Yeah. Longer than an octopus. So this went absolutely nowhere, but thank you <laughs> for calling me. Thanks. Thanks, Carla. <laughs> I learned more about snails in like a second than, than I knew my entire life. All right. So the first heat of the snail racing starts at 2 p.m. 
Snails who enter the race will have a number sticker placed on their shell so they can be easily identified. That's solid. Like, uh, what's that that slug bug? uh, Oh, Herbie the Lug Bug. Yeah. These are heat all afternoon with a final just after 4 p.m. Entry is free and snails can be provided at the... (laughs) You don't even need to bring your own snail. That's the worst. That's lame. Yeah. The FET is being held on the cricket field at Congham next to Congham Hall. Entry is free and with ample car parking provided. Oh, yeah. I think I think it'd be priority. If you had a slug bug, priority parking. <laughs> Have you ever heard that? The old, uh, I hate to use like street jokes, but this is one of my favorite like kid jokes that I tell. So whenever, whenever I ask a kid if he even knows a joke, he's like, I don't know a joke. I'm like, what about like this one? The joke is a guy sees a snail on his doorstep and he picks it up and throws it in the yard. And uh, a year later, he gets a knock on the door, and he looks down, the snail's there, and he goes, hey, what was that all about? <laughs> I like it. That's a, <laughs> That was the <laughs> fakest laugh ever. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you're into snail racing, check this out, Eastern Daily Press, and there's all sorts of animal r- types of races that I you think, can look I up. think people just start their own underground snake, snake, snail racing. <laughs> snake racing. Snake racing. Snail racing they leagues. Sh- they should. I would love that. This would be like the Fight Club of America. Oh my god, this is this is hilarious. I would love to see this catch on and like be snail racing uh, leagues. And I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be like a, a bad ass bar sport oh my god it'd be fucking awesome dude you know take get rid of that shuffleboard table no one ever plays and put a snail racing table in there well you could do the snail racing on the shuffleboard and do shuffleboard around the snails oh that's even better like gladiator <laughs> snails gladiator we just created our own we should write these guys and see if we can get sponsored yeah uh yeah have you heard of gladiator snails <laughs> or you just put the snails on the shuffleboard pucks and just slide them across and blow their mind yeah. they're like i'm time traveling i'm going so fast <laughs> Oh my god! Like in Star Wars with the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> their visions all lines. <laughs> yeah, I could get the Tatooine in twelve parsecs. Yeah. <laughs> On this shuffleboard, this shuffle puck. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, dude, I did. I almost did half a shuffleboard table last week, man. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> all right, this is awesome. I love this story. That was fun. So thanks to Carla for tuning in. Check that out. We'll uh, post the link up on the site. So and check out Carla at Pacific Animal Productions. Absolutely. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. The town of Salem, New Jersey, once held a trial against tomatoes in 1820 because of the widespread belief that they were poisonous. The case ended after Colonel Robert Gibbon Johnson ate a basket of tomatoes without ill consequence. All right. Well, we always tell you to send news stories. So this one came from one of our listeners, sent this in to me, and it comes from NDTV.com. A man flying to UK lands in Las Vegas. His boarding pass was checked thrice. Thrice. I asked the person next to me what was going on, and he said, we're flying to Vegas. I didn't even know Eurowings flew to Las Vegas, he said. I wouldn't fly Eurowings anywhere. <laughs> it sounds like, like the crappiest airline ever It sounds made. like an initiation to some sort of sex club, like yeah. the Eurowings. Like you well, got you to gotta do the Eurowing to get in. There was a product called the Euro Club that used to be sold on TV. I don't know what that is. It was a golf club. 
that you pissed into on the golf course if you had to pee. Oh, that's a kind of... Except kind it was like a comical, like, thick, like, golf club. That's disgusting. And what if you used that club by accident? <laughs> it, didn't, it looked like a children's, like, like novelty oh, gotcha. golf club. Why wouldn't you just pee into a cup? Or into the woods. Yeah. So then they came with, like, an, an apron you, you wore. You, put, you lift up the apron, you put your wiener into the uh, golf club, and you peed, and then you corked it off. Well, if you've ever flown Eurowings, that is their bathroom situation in the back. It's just an apron with a golf club. So a businessman flying from Germany to UK ended up in Las Vegas, nearly 5,500 miles away in a mix-up that has everyone baffled. Do you know how you know it wasn't a US airline? There was a seat available for him, and he wasn't booked on the flight. <laughs> I don't know how he wouldn't put it together with the conga line of people <laughs> yeah. coming in. Going, what happens in Vegas <laughs> stays in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, uh, for the amount of uh, Axe body spray smell that would accompany <laughs> the flight, I would have maybe asked some questions. Yeah, would have tipped me off. Or maybe when they say, hey, we're flying to Vegas yeah. on this airline. Now boarding flight 232 to Las I mean, Vegas. The amount of things, at times, they say Las Vegas before you actually take off. Like, what the hell was this guy doing? Yeah. Uh, so British businessman Samuel Jankowski was scheduled to fly from Cologne to London Stansted Airport, only 370 miles away, but ended up boarding the wrong flight. This despite the fact that airport staff checked his boarding pass thrice. I'm curious if it, what it said on his boarding pass. Like, did, was it just printed wrong or... I mean, you see them look at that stuff when they check your boarding pass. They don't look at it. Yeah, and it's he's flying from Cologne, which is in Germany. So I would imagine they'd be even more diligent. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jankowski boarded a Eurowings flight from Cologne, but it was only when he woke up after a nap that he realized he was not headed home. He was shocked to see that the flight was nowhere near UK on the flight's route tracker system. So essentially he got on and he must have passed out. Right away. Yeah. That's what I do. I actually, when I get on flights, I'm out the moment I sit down. Yeah. That's the best way to travel. I asked the person next to me what was going on, and he said, we're flying to Vegas. I said, oh, uh, F, F word. Fuck. Can we turn the plane around? <laughs> you get it? You get it? Yeah. Can we turn the plane around? I didn't even know Eurowings flew to Las Vegas, he, he told Daily Mail. Why would that be your response? I didn't know Eurowings flew to Vegas. <laughs> because, Crazy. Because I'm completely familiar with their entire uh, routes <laughs> chart. Realizing what had happened, he paid for the in-flight Wi-Fi to inform his wife about the situation. Uh, that's that's funny. Yeah. Hey, f hey, baby, I just want to let you know I'm not going to make it to dinner tonight. I decided to go to Vegas Woo! instead. Holla, holla, holla. That's my next move. Next time I want to go somewhere, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, to Sacramento to do a gig. And they'll be like, oh, man, I'm accidentally on a flight to Germany right now. Wife texts back, I can't believe you bought the in-flight Wi-Fi. <laughs> throwing away my we money. We agreed on this. <laughs> I paid 12 euros so I could get Wi-Fi and WhatsApp my and WhatsApp my wife to explain. She was distraught and called Eurowings to complain, he said. I don't think I'd be distraught if my wife ended up on a weird like flight. They're going to get her home. It's, maybe. Who knows? Because it's their mistake. Maybe she he, maybe has a gambling and prostitute problem. Oh. And it's, you know, it's like, don't go near... Las Vegas. No Las Vegas, no Amsterdam. 
None of that for this guy. But his problems only got worse when he landed in Las Vegas. Mr. Jankowski said he was treated like a common criminal by the American immigration officials, confined to a little cell and kept under constant supervision. He also hit out at the airline for letting him board the wrong flight despite necessary checks at the airport. At some point, the blame is on him for getting on the wrong flight. But the fact that the airline didn't believe him, couldn't he just show the boarding pass? Yeah. With his name, time. (laughs) I'm in Las Vegas. This is supposed to go to London. Yeah. Explain this to me. You think I'm just trying to get a free flight back? (laughs) Yeah. How could I have boarded the aircraft without a valid boarding pass for the flight? Staff checked my boarding pass three times. It shows the ineptitude of Eurowing staff, he lashed out. The businessman flew back to Cologne from Las Vegas with his own money upon arrival. Wow. Upon arriving in Cologne, he said that Eurowings banned him from flying, dude. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he had to pay for it and he could never fly on him again. Yeah. Wow. Dude, Eurowings not doing it right. They don't. Well, well yeah. They're they, the United of Europe. <laughs> the Delta. <laughs> they, they punched him in the face and then drug him off. And then they fined him for bleeding too much. <laughs> he eventually reached Essex two days after. After he was meant to with his pocket lighter by almost 880 pounds. Wow. Which is money, not actual weight. Yeah, for a minute, I was like, he got there with his that pocket was, lighter. His, his pocket lighter <laughs> was missing and it was 880 pounds? How do you misplace an 880-pound pocket lighter? <laughs> it's he's working on a new reality show, my 880-pound pocket lighter. It's like uh, it's like Jesus like carrying his own cross. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, I'm just stoked to get this off my shoulder. Let me get up there and relax yeah. for a little bit. Oh, Jeez, just, that thing is heavy. You try and fit it through the X-ray machine? (laughs) Not easy. A spokesperson for Eurowings told Daily Mail that the incident was because of an error by a service provider employee and said the incident had been resolved. By not letting this guy fly ever again on Eurowings. Yeah. I don't know. I always look at things like that like as an adventure and fun, not like, oh, I'm distraught. I ended up in this other place. Yeah. And we should look up if it has been resolved because just because they said that does not mean that they actually resolved it. So there's a bit more to this story. Oh, yeah. Let's hear Uh, it. I'm reading another article, and it says, Sam can insist this was was a mistake all he wants, but I believe that Eurowings and Janowski were working some deal behind closed doors. The story is full of red flags. Janowski is nothing more than a 9-to-5 banker looking to escape his pregnant wife and the monotonous day-to-day life for a brief stint in Sin City. A 9-to-5... Did they need to say 9-to-5 banker? Isn't that the time that banks are open? That's every banker is a 9-to-5 banker. <laughs> he's a 6am to 1pm 1, 1 banker. Yeah. Okay, so they're saying that he's trying to get so away you, from his pregnant wife? Yeah, for like one last... It's, a, it's the... His de facto bachelor party. Well, how are they working in cahoots with the, one another? I think they're trying to make a story, and then the immigration part happened, and that ruined the story. What? What? So you think Eurowings is trying to get in on like so here's some what I free think. publicity? But that's bad publicity. It, like I think, listen, up, like when you're trying to go home to see your family, you're going to end up in Las Vegas. I think what happened because he's a he's like a banker. So why is he going to London? Yeah. If he's a nine to so five, so this banker. article's railing him, saying that he's being shady. Yeah, well, it doesn't. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense, like why you would walk through the door that says Las Vegas. Well, yeah, that I mean, is... one time I walked into a women's room by accident, but <laughs> did you did you go to the bathroom? No, I you see there's no urinals. You're like, oh, this isn't right, and you leave. That dude, that happened to me recently. Like I went into what I thought was the men's bathroom, and it was all stalls, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird, and I, <laughs> I. 
<laughs> I didn't put it together and I totally like pooped in this and I came out and there's three women standing there and they're like that smells like man poop and I was like uh what are you doing in the men's bathroom <laughs> they're like you're in the women's bathroom I'm like oh I'm an idiot <laughs> You're heard, welcome. I heard it was cleaner in here. Yeah. Okay, so sorry to interrupt. You were saying that... So, it, a lot of stuff doesn't make sense. So his wife's pregnant. He just happens to end up on this flight to Vegas. I think he had a, a snapping moment that he was supposed to go to wherever, and he's like, you know what? I'm making it on this flight somehow. Uh, yeah. If I can make it to the border... Good for him. I can make it. But he didn't get to go to Las Vegas. He forgot the immigration... Why would they stop him? him he would have had his passport with him, yeah, I think. Yeah, from going from Germany to England. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't let him in. Uh, probably because he wasn't on the plane's manifest. Oh, but they don't check that. I think they do. No, I don't think they do. I think the plane sends it ahead. Hey, uh, what's your reason for visiting? Uh, accidental boarding? <laughs> is that what he would say? Fake vacation? A fake vacation? Get away from my pregnant wife. If he, he had did. just said that, boom, approved. I'm a 9 to 5 banker. I'm, I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> I think if you were like, I'm trying, okay, if, you, if, if it's a guy, immigration guy. And you just kind of pull them aside and you're like, okay, here's the deal. My wife's pregnant. I'm a nine to five banker. Not even the eight to four banker. I got to sit in traffic both ways. <laughs> this, I think this is the airline's fault, not his fault. I mean, yeah, granted, he should have known, but the airline should have, you know, someone sitting in that seat that... That still blows my mind. Yeah. There was a seat the, oh, yeah, the, the seat, it was open and it matched his ticket, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, this this story is suspect. I don't know about this. Cause, yeah, too, yeah, they're right. Too many things had to happen. And my question is, are going from Cologne to Las Vegas enough to justify a direct flight from there? Yeah, you would think it would stop in London. For, maybe it did stop in London, kept going, he was asleep. Oh, Maybe. That would make a lot more sense. Yeah, but they get don't they wouldn't get they people off the airplane. You ever flown Southwest to yeah, well, like? Yeah, they don't do anything. <laughs> they do as little as much as possible. <laughs> Eurowings is the Southwest of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> That's why a seat wasn't taken. It was the cattle call. So, the que- so essentially, what the moral of this story is that if you want to fly long and- distances and pay for a little. You know, if you want to pay for a a Cologne to London and go to, you know, Nairobi, you know, fly Eurowings. Eurowings is the jam. And they fly direct from weird places. You just have to pee into a golf club in the back. (laughs) That's the only problem. Well, we hope you like those stories, folks. We certainly did. Like We like talking about it. Pretty awesome. I enjoyed it. Yeah. For more information and links to the news stories that we did talk about, go to our website, oddandoffbeat.com. Be sure to enter the photo meme contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing not meme about it is the prize. I don't even know what that means. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's always funny. Have you heard people pronounce it meme? Yeah, the old meme? Yeah. Dude, I saw the most hilarious meme. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Dude? Yeah. You didn't grow up with the internet. Unfriend. <laughs> I just say that to them. You just poke him in the chest. I just say unfriend. <laughs> poke him in the in the boob. Thumbs like, down. Un- <laughs>
Uh, so yeah, if you don't know about the fo- photo meme contest, it's the funniest caption for the photo that we post on Instagram and Facebook and our website. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the best caption gets a cool ass prize. Yeah, it could be a odd and offbeat sticker. We had the super awesome bonus sketchy prize. <laughs> yeah, the sketchy prize. The super awesome sketchy prize <laughs> that we're not legally allowed to send in the mail, but one of you might get at some point. Yes, we might personally deliver it. You could also win my parking ticket. <laughs> yes, we're. <laughs> currently taking sponsors for parking tickets yeah, and you, speeding tickets. And you could, you could get my jury summons. <laughs> and someone who can forge my brother's signature <laughs> so that I can get my parents' house. There you go. <laughs> you need to go, we can fake this at the Indian food restaurant notary. <laughs> yeah, yes we can. I should, dude. That's a great idea. Oh. This is this channel masala is delicious. Thank you. <laughs> Here's some fake ID. <laughs> Here's some fake ID. That's awesome. <laughs> Stamp that bad boy. So please send us your weird news stories. Uh, we want to hear from you what you like, what you don't like. Uh, Help us uh, improve this for you. And you can do that by subscribing, by telling your friends, by uh, rating us and leaving comments on our iTunes page, our Spotify page, our Pocket Cast page. Yep. You can just send us postcards, tell us we're awesome. Yeah. Where can the fine people see the Louis Fox extravaganza? I'll be at the Apache County Fair in St. John, Arizona. Love me some St. John. Yep. It's a little bit of the wart, a little bit of... Yes, it is. <laughs> doing the Apache County Fair. It's kind of a cool fair. It's a free fair. Done it before, and every show, everyone has their own seat that they sit in. Yeah. But they're like, oh, Martha always sits here. Billy always sits here. Oh, wow. Every for show. For 30 years, Martha says in this one spot. Yeah. And the Gladys, whole town- Gladys has been waiting for Martha to die so oh, yeah. she can get that spot. <laughs> so she can move up closer yeah. to the stage. The whole town comes out to the shows too, right? Like, it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone comes out. So you have to do like multiple, you can't be re- repeat material. Right? Correct. Yeah. 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 They watch it four times. Yeah. God, geez. Brutal. It's a good time. Where are you going to be at? I am going to be at the Madeira District. District Fair, I believe in Mar- Madeira, California, if that's a place. <laughs> okay, you don't know where you're going. I, I know this Madeira District Fair. I'm going to be performing with War. Nice. And Joan Jett. Nice. And uh, a bunch of Latino bands I'd never heard of. Nice. Is uh, Metalachi there? No. Have you seen Metalachi? No. Oh, you will poop your pants when you see them. Oh, yeah? Heavy metal mariachi band. Do they wear the Lucha Libre masks? I think one person does. Oh my god! But yeah. like they're they are like nineties metaled out. Oh, but yeah. with, mar- with accordions, yeah. Oh dude, dude it's an amazing <laughs> show. Oh okay, I'll check them out. They are huge in California. They are not going to be there because that is something I would remember from looking at the website. All right. So yeah, I'll be there. I think I fly into Fresno, Fresno and then drive an hour and a half south. I think nice. So the, you can catch Matt at the uh, Fresno airport. Yeah. <laughs> just on one of those days. Probably the crappiest Probably airport. sleeping there because I think they can give me a hotel room. So I'll probably be crashing <laughs> out there one night. You'll be like so, that Tom Hanks movie where he's living in the airport. Yeah. Come, let's come spoon. Let's hang out. <laughs> be awesome. So, uh, folks, send us your stories. Send us anything you got that's going on that's weird. That's info at oddandoffbeat.com. Thanks so much, folks. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird. Today's show was sponsored by the Gay Zipliners of America. Get onto our zips.